I'm Suzanne Nance, and this is The State of the Arts, a program designed to amplify arts leaders, lift up their arts organizations, and hear about their current obstacles and innovations. Today, we'll feature Oregon Arts Watch with the help of Executive Director Laura Grimes and Senior Editor Bob Hicks. Laura and Bob, welcome to the State of the Arts on All Classical Portland. Thank you for taking time to speak with me. This is really exciting. Number one, I want to hear more about your model as a nonprofit 501c3, about how you're sustaining your service for our community. And also, I'm curious about the founding. So let's start there. When and how was Oregon Arts Watch founded? It was founded in 2011. We like to joke that it was founded in the back pocket of Barry Johnson, founder and publisher, which is sort of true. Really, Barry and uh, Brett Campbell, oh. who's our other uh, senior, senior editor. editor, are the two who've been here from the beginning. It's really been kind of a grassroots effort. We have grown exponentially in the past five years or so. We have 60 contributors in a given year. Some of them are very regular contributors and some of them more occasional. We have seven editors. We have really expanded in the past few years covering broader series, more in-depth and we have people who have expertise in each arts genre, so they provide real authoritative coverage in each area. And one thing that we've done that I think didn't happen in a lot of our previous lives in mainstream journalism was that we've opened the site up to artists to write themselves. So we get both the outside perspective of the professional journalist and the inside perspective of artists writing about what other artists are doing. So we and get it kind of blows up that whole idea of what arts journalism is, is reviewing a show, because it goes so much beyond that. With fewer outlets for arts journalism, how has Oregon Arts Watch over the years managed to provide such a robust service and arts coverage for our community? Well, we're lean and mean in that we don't have the physical publishing arm. So, we, you know, we don't have a print and we don't have a lot of overhead. We don't have an office rental space. We all work independently. And so when the world of COVID hit, it wasn't a big transition because we were already working from home. Everybody was. And when we have less revenue, we contract what we write if we don't have money to pay people, but we really haven't had an issue with that. And when we have more money, we have more money to pay people. So we, we're flexible. People who write for us usually have other work elsewhere to help pay the bills. It's not like what we can provide is a big wage for someone to completely be supportive on. What is your funding model at Oregon Arts Watch? Historically, we've had four revenue streams, which is individual donations, grants, fees for service, which is uh, commission work. We had a partnership with Travel Portland, for instance, and we have advertising sponsorships. The pandemic disrupted quite a bit. Advertising was going to shut down. 
our partnership with Travel Portland, where we provided content for their website. They had to decrease everything to just essential expenses, understandably. I was looking at everything and thinking, well, at least, you know, I'm sure we can count on our grants. But then some of that was disrupted because they had to pay attention to emergency needs. As it became more and more evident that this was going to last a while, not only were people not going to be able to afford ads, and most of our advertisers were cultural nonprofits that were especially hard hit, then I thought, well, why don't we just make ads free to all the cultural nonprofits, which seemed like almost a harebrained idea, but we could provide this very important support in their time of need to continue to give them visibility. You know, it would make our site look lively. And then the the only requirement we have is that they acknowledge us somehow so that we build our audience and gain more branding and recognition. We started a special fund to pay for that free program. And we asked people to support that, which has been just remarkable. People have really responded uh, to that. Really and, stepped and in up. in a way, it's, they get double bang for their buck because they support us and they support the organizations that are getting the free advertising. Which has turned into something really wonderful. We have made everything work just fine, actually, yeah. <laughs> amazingly. It's probably a good idea to, to underscore that we set up as a nonprofit, as a 501c3, which at the time was highly unusual for journalism. Yeah, back in 2011, uh, 10 years ago. It's becoming much more common. And as you look back over the past 15 months, how has this year changed your thinking or your approach to your work? We've used this past year, actually, to really kind of drill down and we've developed some special projects. We have two big series that focus on the Indigenous community. We just received a grant from the Oregon Community Foundation to fund a project that documents the tribal members of Warm Springs. And we're really excited about that. When you look back years from now, will there be a story that you're most proud of that you covered during the pandemic? You know, I'm not sure I look at any particular story or set of stories. I think what we've been able to do has been to scramble and keep up with the extraordinary changes and trying to do it from a from a culturally centered point of view. I don't think we have a huge number of answers what we have been able to do, I think, is to reflect the questions that everyone has. Probably for me, the best part of the past year in terms of what we've done has been simply to be that voice. I can't thank you enough for speaking with me on the State of the Arts. This has been a real joy, real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having us. That was really nice. Thanks. Oregon Arts Watch Executive Director Laura Grimes and Senior Editor Bob Hicks. To learn more about Oregon Arts Watch, visit orartswatch.org. 
This has been the State of the Arts on All Classical Portland. If you'd like to hear this interview again or to hear others, visit allclassical.org. Special thanks to producers Andrea Murray and Christina Becker. For All Classical Portland, I'm Suzanne Nance. Thanks so much for listening.